twenty this Wednesday afternoon. Anna DeBlanc is in for Lisa today, and we've talk, been talking about tipping. Some people are saying the tipping has just gotten out of control, or the request for tipping, I guess I should say, has gotten out of control. A uh, story the AP put out about how that just everywhere you turn now, no matter if there's service involved or not, that there's this screen that comes up that says, what's your tip? What are you going to add on? Or people just outright asking for a tip when there doesn't seem to be much service attached to it. We have kind of carved out servers as part of this because we know when you go to a restaurant, there's an expectation that you tip for great service and that they rely on that for their living. So that's part of the deal. But, okay, some people have been pointing out at the automatic car wash, I have to tip. Does that make sense? At the automatic car wash, you're supposed to tip. Ted Rossman is uh, the credit card senior industry analyst at Bankrate. How you doing, Ted? Should you have to tip at the automatic car wash? That sounds like an especially strange one. But, yeah, <laughs> you're definitely hitting on an important issue, which is tip creep. I mean, we see it at Starbucks now. We see it at so many places where a lot of people get annoyed when the cashier flips around that payment tablet and you're asked how much you want to tip, and maybe there's pre-entered options. Those are strategic, too. Mm -hmm. You know, is it 10%, 15 and 20? Is it 20, 25, 30? I mean, it's kind of human nature to pick the middle option. Um, Technology is definitely enabling a lot of this, and some people really don't like it. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can sort of get why. I mean, you understand when you get service in any place, you know when you get service, and you know that you should pay for that service, that that's part of the deal. I know some people on the text line are saying, why don't employers just pay enough so that you don't have to tip, or why don't we do it like they do it in Europe, where there's, you know, you really don't tip as much for restaurants, they just pay them. I mean, I, I, what would you say is the an- your answer to that question? It's a tricky issue because there have been some restaurateurs, probably most notably Danny Meyer, who said basically exactly that. You know, why don't we do away with tipping? Everybody can pay more for their food, and then it'll just be more equitable. Like, it can be distributed equally amongst the staff. It takes all the guesswork and prejudice out of it. You know, there can be some ugly aspects to tipping. Unfortunately, it didn't work. And customers and actually employees, too, kind of rebelled against it. And people couldn't see past the higher prices, even if that's basically what they should have been paying anyway with a 20 percent tip tacked on. Uh, But interestingly, even the staff, some of them started to leave and they felt like they could make more at the restaurant down the street. You know, maybe that's human nature. We all think we're above average at everything. Um, But by and large, We are stuck with the tipping concept. It's evolving, though. I I definitely feel like we see a lot more of it now at counter service places than we used to, even a few years ago. Well, that's a question that came up. 219 says, I was at a restaurant where you, you know, place the order at the cash register and then they just bring your food to the table. So you're not really a server. You're kind of a deliverer. Is that a different rate? Do you think that that, you know, I mean, there sort of seems to be levels of this. Yeah, I think it's personal preference. You know, personally, I don't feel like you have to be compelled to tip in a situation like that. I mean, I definitely think at a sit-down restaurant with traditional table service, I mean, I feel like there a 20% tip is very customary. I think food delivery at your house, you know, we should be tipping for that and taxis and ride shares and getting your hair cut. And I feel like those should all be pretty common. Um, but I think there's a lot of gray area thrown in there with a lot of other things. And, you know, one thing we found in our research is that people are tipping more often these days, but they're leaving lower amounts. And I think maybe that says a lot about inflation, but also about 
this tip creep that, you know, I feel like there's so many hands in the wallet these days that, you know, maybe that is leading to more tips, but lower amounts. Settle something for us, because some feel that the barista, if they just pour you a cup of coffee, they don't, you shouldn't really tip or should you tip it? But if it's a latte or something that requires more effort, you should. You know, I, I just I know I hear people complain that, oh, well, now my, my coffee is seven dollars. And then you hear the barista say, well, wait a minute. You still could afford a six dollar coffee, couldn't you? So why not the one dollar tip? There's there's a lot there, isn't there? It's I've heard that Starbucks says that about half of their customers tip, which I actually think is pretty high. They unveiled credit and debit card tipping a few months back. In my view, some of it depends on how complicated or how large your order is. Some of it may also depend on how frequently you get there, because I think that now, that can be a big part of tipping. If you have a rapport with somebody, you really know the barista, you go there all the time, they take good care of you, they remember your complicated order. You know, to me, I think that's a little bit of a special case, and maybe you're more likely to put a few bucks in the virtual tip jar uh, versus something that's more transactional and you know, it's just a simple order and you don't go there that much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the habit matters to me. Yeah, I do too. I think there's a relationship and then you just show your appreciation. And some people have also pointed out on the text line what, how it can, you know, make someone's day if you just hand them a Dunkin' Donuts gift card or whatever it is that, you know, just there's something gratifying about just if you have the ability to do that to, to, to help someone out, you know, just do a good deed, a random act of kindness, um, whether or not there is a service attached to it. Here's something that has come up, though. Uh, if the restaurant bill, one of them was $1,000, we had a caller, Patrick, who said he had a $1,000 bill, and they really tipped poorly on that. And that people are also taking issue with that. Well, wait a minute. Is it really worth $200 just because my bill was that high? Does the 20% rule still apply when you go up that high? It probably depends. I mean, in general, I would say, yeah, you probably should be tipping. I mean, it sounds like that was a big group meal. Now, I don't know, maybe if it was inflated by like one particularly expensive bottle of wine or something, you know, maybe that's a little bit of a different case. But in general, yeah, I mean, if this is a a large dinner and that just happened to be the bill, um, you know, I I think that would typically warrant a 20% tip. Um, Sometimes it's even baked in as a a service charge, especially for large parties. But it's interesting how passionate people get about this, you know, on on all sides. Yeah. And thank you for just kind of lending some of the research and letting us know some of the data behind it, Ted. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining the show today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Ted Rossman there. He is the credit card senior industry analyst at Bankrate, bankrate bankrate.com. It's 427 and we've got to get to the news at the from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.